0: Welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes Podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome back to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and today we are wrapping up the Moon Magic Series with episode number 47, which is part three of our recordings. Now if you've been following along, last week Annika and I put a quick hold on the recording and we are starting off uh, today right where we left off on Wednesday. First though, I like to pull some things I did over the weekend to help with my own personal craft and with the long holiday weekend um, that we had in the United States, I took full advantage of the moon energy and the extra day and time with my foster kittens. So the full moon was amazing, right? Can you hear my foster kittens? (laughs) They hear me talking. Um, The full moon was amazing, right? It was our second full moon of August, and it was a blue moon. Now, what is a blue moon? Well, a blue moon is, in fact, a second moon. So any month that you have two full moons shining in, the second one will be called a blue moon. But for our full blue moon last week, we had another factor making its appearance even more special. It was a supermoon. Now what is a supermoon? Well, this is when the moon is physically closer to our planet Earth. And last week, the moon was the closest, physically closest to the Earth that it has been all year, making the moon seem even bigger. So our super blue moon last week brought a bunch of energy. Because the combo of it being a supermoon, again, close to the Earth, and a blue moon, second one in a month, only happens like like once every 10 years. So the next time this will happen, well, we need to wait for March of 2037. Seriously, another 14 years for the next super blue moon to occur. So how did everyone feel last week? Were you energized, tired, happy, sad, reflective? I don't know. It sounds like emotions were all over the place, and I get it. I, I really do. Now, I personally, I was energized last week. I still had the momentum of the Waxing Moon and was continuing my pace of, you know, getting things done and uh, checking things off my list. I did take some time to make Moon Water, though. Um, I did not do any big spells or rituals, but Moon Water with the Blue Super Moon was on my list. Now after the water had collected all of the moon's amazing energy, I brought it in before the sun came up and I made some fragrant roller balls with the water, some coconut oil and essential oils, especially one called On Guard from doTERRA. Now the On Guard blend has wild orange peel, clove bud, cinnamon leaf, cinnamon bark, eucalyptus leaf and rosemary leaf and rosemary flower essential oils. So That combination, I just love in general. (laughs) Um, But I'm really happy with how it turned out. I actually made a couple. The other one was with uh, Peppermint. Now, Peppermint is all about, you know, energy, renewal, prosperity. It boosts our vibration. So for me, using Moon Water, you know, not just any Moon Water, but last week's Super Blue Moon Water um, that I made for these two rollerball fragrances, well, it was just what I needed So we all know the full moon is not necessarily a time to clean and organize, but it is a time for celebration, working with our peak energy, it's about being thankful for all we have, harvesting our hard work, and just being grateful. But I did sneak in a little cleaning into my witchy living room space, which is where I keep most of my supplies. So I decided to clean and organize um, only because it really called to me. Not just a feeling, but sounds too. So this is the main witchy space that holds my supplies and workings. It holds my, my books, my notes, uh, my journals, candles, feathers, bells, crystals, stones, <laughs> everything. But the space itself has meaning. It's an old secretary that I converted into my space. And not just any old secretary, but one that was handed down to me from my grandparents. It even has their old original house address written on the back of the hutch for delivery. So this piece is very special to me. It's a part of my family history. It has gone through many, many uses on my end, though. I did, in fact, use it as a desk at one point. A small desk, but a desk, (laughs) nonetheless. Um, And more recently, up till, I don't know, maybe four years ago, I was using it as a dry bar holding my wine glasses and cocktail supplies. At one point, I had an urge, like a strong gut feeling that I should remove all of the alcohol and bar supplies and change it into my witchy space. So everything came out, I cleaned it, I cleansed it, and I stocked it full of old family belongings like my grandfather's pipe case, my grandmother's needle-pointed napkins, my baby spoon, and so on. All All of my witchy things in addition to a lot of family pieces. I was really, really happy with how it turned out and it just felt right. Well, that night I was awoken to a voice a man's voice calling out, do you hear me? Do you hear me? And it was coming right from the secretary. Now I was not asleep. It was not a dream. In fact, the voice woke me up and repeated itself. I'm pretty sure it was not my grandfather as I felt a bit scared by the voice. It certainly could have been the fact that I was actually hearing a voice that scared me, not the voice itself, but the voice did not seem super friendly. I actually went to get a reading soon after that um, happened just to get, you know, some guidance with it. And unfortunately, the women reading the cards did not help much, but I let the space be. And over the years since then, while I have not heard that voice again, there have been many, many sounds coming from that space, from my witchy space. And I've come to look forward to them. Now, this past weekend brought another couple sounds, almost like knocks, but not quite. Now, I looked over and I said, Hi. I hear you. I acknowledged. And I smiled. So keeping that space clean and clear and organized is important to me. And while the new moon is clearly the best time to organize and cleanse, a little bit was done to my very personal witchy space this past weekend. I spent a bunch of time with my foster kittens. So they came to me on the last episode of Witchcraft and Cats, and I do feel it was for a reason. I usually have multiple batches each spring and summer that I foster and get ready for adoption. But not this year. It's been totally different. This year, I had a single black female kitten come to me for that big May 1st weekend. I know I mentioned it in one of my podcasts uh, before. Um, and I know now, looking back, she came to protect me. Now, did, did Freya send her? Yeah, maybe. I previously mentioned all the things that happened on that Friday, May 5th, which, you know, at that time I didn't see, but the next day it hit me, you know, what was going on. May, of course, is the fifth month of the year. Friday is the fifth day of the week. And the 5th of May actually fell on a Friday. So we had that 555 a sequence, which in numerology is all about change that is coming, a transformation. Now, I also happen to be making my big May 1st elixir then too, And the first ladybug of the season showed up on my front door that Friday afternoon. I had a bunch happening, but I think that beautiful little fluffy all-black kitten was there to be with me through it all. Now after her, nothing. No batch of kittens again until the second episode of Witchcraft and Cats aired on Wednesday. And I got a call that five kittens, about a week old, needed help. So I got out all of my supplies over the weekend, got the tiny bottles washed and blankets fluffed, and I picked them all up on Monday. Now did Freya send them? Maybe. So now they're about five weeks old and are starting, you know, the weaning phase. I am still getting up at night to bottle feed them, but it's down to only one time. They are nice and fluffy, they have a great purr, nice little motors going, and are going to be amazing family members to some very lucky people. Now, I have other cat things that happened recently. Remember how I said that, you know, finding a cat's claw was rare and even more rare was finding a cat's whisker? Well, I was vacuuming the other day and saw a nice big shedded claw, but my arms and hands were already in motion with moving the vacuum over it. It was too late. But as I retracted the vacuum, I saw all of the fall and, you know, fur balls and dust was gone, and there, right there, was the claw. There is no reason it should not have been picked up. Everything else was just perfectly cleaned. But there it was. Shocked, of course, I stopped the vacuum, grabbed the claw, and said, thank you out loud. I put it in my tiny little apothecary jar with the other claws, because I really do think it was meant to be in there for something special coming up. Now, was that for you? Maybe. Was it by chance or by luck? Maybe. But it was something. It was something nonetheless. I spent a little time with my crows, and it's been so fun to watch how the family has changed over the summer. You know, at the beginning, we thinned out, and it was just a handful that I saw each morning and night. And now it seems like everyone is back, so the peanuts and seed is in full force once again. And if you happen to be wondering why they are not chiming in as I record, it's because my sliding glass door is shut, blinds are drawn, and the AC has been running all summer long. It was honestly just this past Saturday that I was able to have my windows open again all day. Um, so hopefully, you know, soon they'll be putting their two cents in again while I'm recording because I really do love it when they help. All right, our moon this week—well, she is waning. She is slowly getting smaller and releasing energy. This is the time to banish, to remove bad habits. It's a time to release what no longer serves us. It's time to let go. And speaking of our amazing moon, how about we go back, pick up where we left off last week talking with Annika about moon magic. I do have a quick ad, and then I'll start right where we ended and wrap up our moon magic series today. we are back with Annika and let's see we left off with us talking about the waxing moon and we were just about to start the full moon when I cut it off so here we go back to moon magic with Annika starting with the full moon all right let's go into full moon think of how big and full and round the moon is right now (laughs) <laughs> Actually, yeah. right I know it's this, but we get to mirror it during a full moon. Um, we want to focus on our power, our own personal success, um, charging things under the greatness of the full moon, having our intentions and goals reach their peak. This is a time of celebration. It's a time of completeness. It's all about harvest. It's about fulfilling our dreams.
1: Mm-hmm. I really like to think of the word, climax (laughs) of course you do it seems a little (laughs) raunchy but truly the full moon is like the climax of manifestation it's you know the tippy top of the mountain that we start at the bottom of that's right um it brings a lot of potency and power it's going to amplify any effect that you utilize with it whether it's protective magic love magic baneful workings right Anything Mm -hmm. I have to say, I
0: wish I had been over the years more deliberate with tracking when I feel like I've had interactions with spirits or ghosts or whatever you want to call it. I mean, for sure, I have a record of what happened last fall, Mm -hmm. you know, the last time the big, the big one happened and that was on a full moon. Yeah. So, but it was also stormy. I mean, we had a lot of elements that were going on there, but my guess is the full moon is when I feel like I'm getting reached out to. Yeah. And that's just—I well don't know if be. it's a gateway or doorway or whatever. Whatever is open uh, during a full yeah. moon, but I that's think when... everything
1: is just like turned from level 15 to 100. <laughs> during... <laughs> usually, like I feel like crap on a full moon. Oh, you do? I do. Not not like in a bad way, but everything's super but just... chaotic. Yeah. My life becomes really chaotic. I'm very angry. Mm-hmm. I usually like to start fights.
0: Um, with anyone around spicy. a
1: little spicy a little spicy okay (laughs) um anything that can go not necessarily wrong but the way I wasn't intending usually happens on a full moon Um, it's a lot of extra energy there's a lot of fog there's a lot of fog usually for me on new on uh, full moons whereas new moons I feel very focused and I feel very honed in and very attuned to everything um but last full moon, I can actually say I was rocking it. Okay, here we I go. felt we amazing. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was a new moon. So right. hopefully moving forward, it's it's also like that. <laughs> well, and it sounds like you've done a lot of changes with
0: your physical body. So yes, you that's could true. be tying into things a little differently now. That is very true. All right, all right. All right, but for full moon, I've got, of course, moon water, full moon bath, um, I think people in general are more aware of things that you can do on a full moon, but yeah. meditate, celebrate for sure. Turning into a werewolf. Oh, always. You yeah. must not take that off the, off the table. Flying on your broomstick. I had the weirdest dream about flying the other night. Oh my gosh. And then I don't have flying dreams at all. So I have to look up what, what that means.
1: <gasps> That's awesome. But I
0: don't, um... Definitely, you know, but this is a time of amplified energy, yeah. but um, also real big for divination and psychic workings.
1: Mm-hmm, for yeah, sure. a lot of times we all feel way more sensitive on full moons, mm-hmm. energetically, spiritually, and physically. Um, like I was saying, you can either feel like super rocking it, like you, you got it, but yeah. and some people really don't. Yeah, The full moon is really like the epitome of spiritual energy, which could explain why, you know, you might feel a little bit more sensitive to other plainly mm-hmm. things um you know that could be it might it might not be that uh that's when they're reaching out
0: it's just maybe that you when could I'm be more, more sensitive that's right definitely more yeah
1: okay so yeah, it's for sure. uh what
0: about do you have a tarot card for a full moon
1: i do uh for this one i actually have the sun and the moon oh i like that okay. so really there's going to be a lot of pure potential on both lights So do whatever you can, whenever you can, but be careful because you are in the spotlight when it comes to full moon energy. Mm -hmm. Full illumination of the moon, 180 degrees from the sun means it's as close as it it is. This is it. Like this is, it is completely shining on Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So I think it's either on one side of the pendulum or the other (laughs) you're not you're not (laughs) just be careful what you do you're not hanging out Um, in the middle (laughs) just know just know that everything's going to be really amplified i really like doing Mm -hmm. dream work um meditating baneful work Mm -hmm. protection work lavender is really good uh, for promoting tranquility and dream work during this time as well as calendula um, which is really healing to enhancing your intuition uh connecting you to divination and Mm -hmm. love spells even Mm -hmm. i have meadow sweet which actually facilitates spiritual connections and psychic abilities Mm. and i also have frankincense which is going to amplify the spiritual energy uh, purification and Mm -hmm. your connection to other realms
0: love it i'm all about it all right let's go into a waning moon so just as the moon is slowing down on this next part and you know shining less and less this is our time to release and let go it's about banishing what we do not want. Mm-hmm. And just like the waxing phase has three parts, you've got three parts to a waning phase. So the first one is waning gibbous. But again, I mean, if you don't, if all you know is waning, yeah. have at it. Like yeah. you don't have to have these specific three three sections to it. But if you want to go deeper. Um, first part to a waning moon is the waning gibbous. This is just when the moon comes off of being full. She's starting to lessen a little bit. Um, it's a good time to reflect what worked. What didn't work in the first half of the moon cycle? Um, it's time to really figure out what we need to let go of, just as the moon is letting go of her size and strength. And then we've got the last quarter phase. Again, let go, release, it's time. You've got bad habits, bad routines, curses, negativity, cord
1: cutting, whatever you have to do to release and let go, do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the yeah time. I definitely also have that reflecting too. Yep. Anything having to do with, Diminishing and letting go. Let yeah. What yeah. Reversals. <laughs> Reversals. Releasing yep. Any destructive magic. Yep. Super powerful. This is the time. Third step to a
0: waning moon is the waning crescent. So, this is right before a dark moon, and you know the the cycle's getting close to being done. It's time to slow down yourself. Um, it's a great time to focus on balance. Meditate if you can. You know. I have a few tired. Even so is the moon. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's wrapping up her cycle as well. So keep yourself healthy. Do what you need to do to you know stay um, balanced. So spells and rituals for waning moon. Definitely cord cutting. You know I mentioned last week that I did my big cord, uh, cord cutting spell during a waning moon, and oh boy did it work. <laughs> so yeah. first and foremost I say cord cutting. It's I've had I have personally very good experience with that one. Um, a waning moon is a perfect time for banishing spells, reversal spells, if you have a bad habit. I think we just said that, but, um, you know, I would use fire magic with this one, but don't forget the moon is tied to the water element, so maybe use water here, too, for dissolving a spell written out on paper, or, you know, burn it first, and then wash it away with water, maybe. Uh, what, do you, what have you got yeah, for Yeah, I really
1: like that, actually, right? dissolving the spell. Mm-hmm. That really represents, like, the moon waning and, like, the darkness coming onto right? it. Yeah, definitely reversals, releasing, anything Mm -hmm. cord-cutting. Not only, like, physically doing cord-cutting spells, but, like, mundanely. I think with any spellcraft, you're not going to see as well as a result as you can if you don't also do the changes in your mundane life because that's what happens in magic we need to meet it halfway for the spirit to come yeah, forward and, and you meet have to us. do the work you have to what? do the work <laughs> <Come> <laughs> what? On. we can't just call upon the deities and say hey do this thing for me <laughs> oh i wish i was that powerful. i know i know and not saying it can't happen but i, I mean it's pretty rare. You've got to do the work behind <laughs> You've got everything. to do the work. And I yeah. think when we do, it really makes way more powerful witches. It does. Um, so I got some herbs to work with. Yeah, we so got... sage is a really good one for, we know, purifying, banishing, cleansing. Cedar Ooh. is really good for grounding, strength, and banishing. I love cedar. Yeah, it smells so it's good. So, it smells so good. And I think that one is a little bit different because when it comes to grounding and strength, when it comes to the waning moon like you said like we mm-hmm. feel tired mm-hmm. and sometimes that's really just what we need yeah um i also have juniper which is mm-hmm. really great for protection again banishing and releasing yeah and for tarot the judgment card oh
0: really with yes. a with a waiting moon Yeah. okay so what do you got?
1: this needs to be meditated upon with deep thoughts in a time of reflection The light from the sun is now shining on the opposite face of the moon. So consider factors affecting your mood, relationships, or just sit back and take time to heal uh, your soul with rest. I like that. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: All right. Let's go into our, not that we play favorites, but Mm -hmm. we love our dark moon phase. Yes, we do. All right. So this is the last phase. So if we've got all five, new moon, we have a waxing moon. We have the full moon. We have a waning moon and the dark moon wraps up the complete moon cycle. Yeah. This is our time to retreat, I think, to retreat, to look deep within ourselves. It's our, our home time, um, a space to work on our divination and possibly connect to other realms if we can. You know, the full moon is all about external, right? That big showing, that celebration, the expansive energy. So think about the complete opposite here with the dark moon. We are internal now. Our energy is decreased just like the moon's energy. You know, if you have plans, like big plans, I would cancel them. (laughs) No kidding. I mean, this is not, not the time to be out. A dark moon is the time to be home and to retreat. Listen to your inner voice, your internal clock, and your personal, deep, private feelings. The dark moon is all about shadow work and, you know, not light, superficial stuff, but the deep stuff, the deep, dark stuff. The things we don't share with others. The things we
1: hide away in those far dark places, like actual shadow work, like shadow work, like not just writing in your journal, <laughs> actual deep shadow work, which is scary, it's but hard. it's this it's is, hard is the best time to do it. It is this is the time. So if, if you're
0: if you haven't got one of those journals going, this is this is a good time to do it. But spells and rituals for dark moon, I've got soul searching, go deep, do your shadow work, mm-hmm. divination, self care, uh, relaxation, reflection meditation,
1: and recovery. What do you have? So with the dark moon, I particularly have a really close connection to it. Um, I didn't know this until recently, but I was born on a dark moon, which is super cool. Um, It is actually what occurs on the astrological new moon. So when you look at your calendar and you see the little black dot, that's gonna be the actual dark moon. Whereas when we see the first sliver of light is gonna be your new moon. Exactly um so the dark moon (laughs) I really really love working with it and especially recently because I have been strengthening my connection with Hecate yeah and this is kind of her time as well and a lot of Hecatean practitioners will actually set aside time on the dark moon to Uh. honor her particularly it's kind of like their rest time to you know show their appreciation and offerings and while she was not originally a lunar goddess, she may have acquired her connection to the moon through her fusions through Selene and Artemis mm-hmm. in the Chaldean Oracles with the Cosmic Soul and association in Dominion over the liminal spaces. Probably. Yeah, is so it, the yeah. Dark Moon is sacred to her and for all of her witches. Um, and this is when we conduct propitiation oh, of okay. Hecate. <laughs> this is the time. <laughs> this is the time. So while it's... Is going on. Um, the dark moon is also called Dipnon, which means supper. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And so historically, this was the time for her div- her devotees and families or followers. Um, so they would engage in sacred rituals, um, containing a purification, leaving offerings for her at crossroads, jazz- jazzing up their altars. Yep. You know all that, all that good stuff. So it was really a special time for them. Which followed the new moon, which would be pneumonia and, you know, we were going over. Yep.
0: no sips. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So when it comes to dark moon energy focusing, Mm -hmm. I really like to focus on stillness, observance, wisdom, intuition, mystery, inner work, grounding and centering, and contemplation. So perfect. Yep. Um, The magical workings is really tied to, of course, divination, necromancy. Mm -hmm. We already talked about the shadow work, Mm -hmm. releasing, and again, baneful practices. So creating sacred spaces and taking the time to ground and meditate is a time for intense rest. This is not a time to take on an extra load, but instead work mm-hmm. on eliminating the overwork in your life. This is this is not the time for anything major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is and if you're a- gonna do anything, like focus on getting rid of stuff. That's right. <laughs> like, maybe I don't need that. That's right. <laughs> uh, for out uh, for herbs that I really like to work with. Yeah. Um I have elder, which has mm. a load I know. of things, you know. But one of the oldest thing trees in the world. Yeah. Associating it with death and rebirth. So beginnings and endings and, of course, wisdom. Yeah. I have patchouli, which enhances manifestation, grounding, and attracting abundance. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, I have mugwort, which obviously you can use for a lot of different things. It's yeah. a super powerful herb. It is. Um, but you can utilize it with Hecate. It is really one of her sacred herbs, um, as yeah. well as intuition, divination, and going into the deeper world. Definitely be careful with mugwort, though, because if you are going to ingest it... Um, do it slowly and little by little. So I've never adjusted it. Yeah. I don't, I, don't I wouldn't I particularly recommend it. If yeah. you are, I mean, consult with your doctor all that all that good stuff. Um, but Take I know some people Yeah. I know some people <laughs> smoke it. Yeah. Um, you could definitely put it in your teas. Mm-hmm. What else can you do with it? I guess you can cook with it.
0: Certainly use it in spells. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But when yeah. it comes to
1: ingesting, yeah. Um, so it's a big dream work thing, the higher self, mm-hmm. deeper world, intuition. I really like to burn it when I'm doing meditations or trying to connect to spirits. I like that. So Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, another really good tip I guess I have for if you're going to do any sort of banishing during mm-hmm. the dark moon, I really like to have a large black candle mm. that you can burn throughout the entire next new lunar month so you can start it on the dark moon you know have your incantation and do what you gotta do while you light it and then light it it could be like for 15 20 minutes a day but throughout each day for the next um lunar month to banish whatever it was Uh, i've never tried that i like that yeah it could be an old habit anything right simple or complex big candle a big candle black candle big black candle (laughs) B B C. No way, that just worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine if we had a company on Etsy of just big black candles. <laughs> that is money to be made, Charlene. <laughs> oh my god. That is awesome. Oh my god, that just
0: flowed. I don't know if I can recover from that. <laughs> no, I that was.
1: That was a good one. That's all I have. Black
0: candles. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to cut it off on that one.
1: Yeah, how can you? I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you might just have to leave it in there. <sighs> okay. All right.
0: Um,
1: okay, this is amazing.
0: So we actually covered all five stages of the moon. I do have a couple notes. I always like to, since this is about witchy work wishes, tie something back on the topic, back to the corporate world. So, you know, what can we specifically do for our jobs, work, and careers? You know, I think the easiest way to bring the, um, the moon magic into your office or job is going to be somehow tying that into the seven days of the week. You know, import that moon cycle the best we can with it. So go through each day. So, you know, each of our seven days of the week have their own planet, of course, instead of associations with them. So I'm kind of doing a general incorporation of those seven days into the moon cycle and breaking it out. So uh, Monday, new moon, right? Mm -hmm. Monday, moon day. This is your day to make to-do lists. Um, Monday is the ultimate, I love Mondays, but it is the ultimate day for rest and creation. It's our fresh beginning of a new week. Monday starts everything off and sets the tone, and I think the foundation for not only the rest of the work days, but also the weekend that's coming up. So Monday is our new moon type of day. Know that Mondays is your day to come into the office and look ahead at the week. Plan out what needs to be done with that fresh start. This is not a great day to pack full of meetings and appointments. Um, you know, work is work. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to do it. But um, I would be purposeful and set your tone for Mondays. Make your to-do list and plan your work for the rest of the week accordingly. Uh, Monday, deity work. Uh, probably Artemis would be the best one there since yeah. she's, she's the new yeah, new moon girl. Um, spells and rituals, anything that will help you organize uh, Monday Moonday clothes. I think we talked about that before, but you know, certainly your white, silver, gray and black, any tone in between white and black. Um, also, tone, tones of blue. And of course, grab your moonstone jewelry. That's an easy way to head into the office on Mondays. Um honestly, this past Monday, I had a moonstone in my pocket all day long. I just needed I just yeah. needed that extra energy all day. So, Tuesday and Wednesday, and kind of look at this like the waxing stage. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting momentum. You're you know, Tuesdays we know are kind of our battle days. Wednesdays yeah. are communi- communication days, excuse me. Uh, but it's about getting your stuff done. It's that added energy you've got, you know, you're going to take on the the battles. You're going to fight your fights. You're going to work hard. You're going to get your stuff done. All right. So Thursday and Friday would be much like the full moon. I think it's your time to celebrate. Your hard work is come to its peak. You have tackled your, your fights, your battles. You've mm-hmm. You've come out ahead. You are tired You're at, you're at the time for harvest. Yeah, all, all your hard work. So Saturday and Sunday, you know, Saturday is Hecate Hecate's day, but Sunday really, I think you could pull some dark moon energy with either Saturday or Sunday. You know, both those days. But you're going to start slowing down. You're going to do if you need to do any vanishing work, get rid of all you know bad habits. Time to work mm-hmm. on yourself. You know, pull inward all before you start it all over again yeah. on Deeper on work,
1: contemplation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So how how can we wrap all this up? This is a lot of good energy. It is and information. A lot of good energy. So I've got moon magic and lunar witchcraft, right? It's all about connecting to our intuition
1: and our emotions. Yeah, I think generally it is a very, very simple—not very simple, but very beginner-friendly way it is. of beginning to get into the craft Mm -hmm. um it doesn't have to be super complicated it's not super complicated at all and it's a really good way to kind of get your footing on your own intuition Mm -hmm. you know the moon kind of leads the way for us when it comes to those those things and if you don't know what kind of spells to do on a certain day or where to focus your energy just look to the moon right see what cycle she's in and focus on that and it doesn't have to be anything super urgent like if you don't Mm -hmm. get it one month Guess what?
0: Yeah,
1: it starts exactly. all over again the next month. And, and there's sometimes a whole... <laughs> it just works out that way. Maybe you didn't need the it's waning meant moon. To be. Sometimes, well, you needed the dark moon. Yeah, Then yeah. And
0: you're gonna find your lesson out real fast because yeah, just... exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I say, you know, we gather our strength from the moon's power, and we work with our cycles in our practice. And shadow work is a big part of this for many lunar witches. Um, it's the work. It's the progress of uncovering our subconscious. And the work towards self-awareness and self-improvement. And dream work is is big, too, just as well as, um, or just as big as spirit work. And, of course, the element of water. Mm -hmm. That's a big one for moon. So you don't need to be a lunar witch to practice moon magic. There are so many ways to incorporate parts of the cycle into our practices. You know, if one really does call to you, or if all of them call to you. Uh Not all of them call to me, and certainly they don't all in the same month. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely am moody, just like the moon is. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, I'm feeling this right now for some reason. Exactly. So trust your instincts, trust your gut, and uh, just have fun with it. The The placement of our moon in our night sky will absolutely bring different energy to our spells. So that really is a fun way if you are doing something. Look up to see when best to do it with the moon cycle. Mm-hmm. And I promise it really will give you that added energy, that added punch and... and and momentum, too. Yeah.
1: I will say, though, I think it definitely always adds, but don't worry about it taking away. Yeah. So if you feel like you really need to do a spell coming up or if you've been wanting to do this one thing and, you know, the moon face happens to not really align Line with up, it, yeah. I would say if your intuition and your gut is really telling you to still go on and still do the spell and that's what you really feel to do, I'd say don't worry about it. The moon's going to find a way to work with you. Seriously. So.
0: I, I, I mentioned that a couple, I think back with the not magic. Yeah. I love our practice, you know, and all these things, while they might add up and matter, they only matter if it matters to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if mm-hmm. this is something that talks to your practice, then it's going to influence it. Yeah. If it doesn't, it really won't. Yeah. Annika, right, oh my gosh.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> I love that you helped me today. And I honestly just love having you as a guest here. I think we need to drum up our next uh, collaborative topic yes thank like, you <laughs> we keep talk about fire magic i know we haven't done we it yet. Do. but no it's we good do. you know hopefully i mean it's not cold yet but uh, fire pit but, time yeah like, the
1: fireplace all that stuff is coming when it gets darker and colder yeah it's our
0: time Fall is yes. here almost <laughs> all right well i do have a poem for today's episode so i'm gonna go grab that and i will be right All right, I am back, and oh my gosh, I have so much fun when there's a guest on. Uh, Okay, so I do have a poem, and here we go. Starting new, as we all do, and feeling fresh and light, she guides us to begin again at the stroke of her midnight. We wax and gain our stride and strength along with her each day, and with this phase our power grows as we work and play. And then it's here, her biggest show of fullness and delight. We celebrate and find our joy and bask in her full moonlight. The letting go and waning time cycles to us next. We banish and remove old habits with a hex. Darkness falls upon us with the final phase, an internal time to retreat our watchful gaze. And just like that, she starts again with her new and faithful glow, and shines to all who follow her on the beautiful earth below. She guides us to begin again at the stroke of her midnight, starting new as we all do, and feeling fresh and light. Well, thank you so much for joining me today for this final part three of the three-part moon magic series. I really had fun with this one, as I do with most all of my episodes, but it sure is extra fun when I get to share the energy with a guest. Now, next week's episode is all about Mabon, which is happening on September 21st. Oh my gosh, can you guys even believe it's September? Ah, fall is almost here. Um, I've got some great things that we can do to get ready for Maybon, and, of course, celebrate on it. Now, after that, it's all about eggshell and protective magic. So I hope everyone has a great rest of your week and weekend, and I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at witchyworkwishes.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.